Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Tomorrow we are going to take an in-depth look at the importance of the technology sector in Ireland as it comes under increasing pressure. Today, though, we'll look at one sector which is often neglected for its contribution both culturally and economically, and that, and that is food production and agriculture. The Farmers Journal has put out a new study going through the economic value of more remote parts of the country, and it makes for interesting reading. Lorca Roach-Kelly is the agribusiness editor at the Irish Farmers Journal and joins me now. Good morning, Lorcan. Good morning, Joe. Lorcan, can we start with your agribusiness report? Uh, You looked at the economic importance of five different towns on the island of Ireland. Exactly. This is um, uh, the annual KPMG, Irish Farmers Journal Agribusiness Report. We do one every year. This is our 10th year. And kind of for the 10th anniversary, we kind of said, let's go back to basics and just look at how big this industry is and figure out a way of measuring the the impact on the Irish economy of agriculture. So the way we decided to do it was uh, rather than kind of do an overall Ireland look, we we picked 10 or five five key towns in Ireland on the island of Ireland. So we had Ballyhonas. Cavan, Charleville and Enniscorthy in the Republic and Cookstown in Northern Ireland. Just get an overall view of what the all-Ireland agricultural economy looks like because agriculture obviously is an all-Ireland industry in Ireland. Yeah, and which town contributes the most to the island of Ireland economy? I think it's, it's kind of each, each town is own specialist subject and Charleville is... The uh, you're being diplomatic, there. Lorcan, you're being diplomatic. <laughs> Come on, which town, which town was it? Was it Cookstown? <laughs> Uh, Charleville, um, um, I think, has the most um, uh, from the dairy side. Obviously, in Northern Ireland, Cookstown was the most in Northern Ireland, yes. Yeah. Uh, and is that because the dairy industry is such a large contributor to the Irish economy in terms of food exports and food additives? Absolutely. I think with agriculture, there's, there's cycles. Like, there's three main agriculture industries in Ireland. There's, there's beef, um, or sorry, meat, dairy, and tillage. And like, with the so right now, dairy has been, has had a very good run and it's doing quite well at the moment. Clearly, obviously, every industry in Ireland, whether you're beef, dairy, tailors, the big problem we have right now is input costs. And as part of this, um, look at the impact of the Irish economy. We did do a survey to ask people what their biggest concerns are. And unsurprisingly, 96% of respondents said input costs, inflation are their biggest concerns. They've like gone the absolutely emphasis. crazy over the last year, and especially for the food production sector for fertiliser. Fertiliser, well, the three Fs we say, fuel, fertiliser and feed are the three things the farmers... I'm glad you didn't use the fourth F. (laughs) Yeah, there was a lot of the fourth F in the survey, I can tell you that much. But no, the the costs have gone crazy in the last year. And there is some hope that, like Joe, we might be seeing a top of seeing fertiliser prices seem to have rolled over a small bit. Fuel prices have... They're, they're very high, but they seem to stop going up. So there are some hopes that maybe we might get to it. Because as we the report shows, this industry is, is really key for Ireland. Like so the, the the overall impact we calculated was about twenty or KPMG calculated about twenty one billion a year. There's about one hundred seventy five thousand jobs in the Republic of Ireland connected to agriculture. And I know you were talking about tech industry before it came on there. The tech industry is kind of like it's seen as kind of these big shiny lights for Ireland, but it is as we see it can come and go very quickly. Agriculture, at least, is an indigenous Ireland. It's the key in this indigenous industry in Ireland. Farms aren't going to go anywhere. As long as we keep having farmers and keep supporting the farmers, all this economic activity and all these jobs will stay in Ireland because they can't be anywhere else. So I suppose that's asked the question, what's the purpose of this report? Is it to attract younger people into food production or farming? Or is it to send a message to policy makers that you guys still very much matter? And I, I think the, the both really like it is to, to kind of once we want you to quantify something and so people it's this big they go oh oh wow it's really big it's bigger than 
Intel is bigger than Google, it's bigger than Facebook. And it's because, because it's so spread out and diversified across the country, it is important to get numbers on it so you can make an argument saying, look, this is how big it is. But also, getting young people into farming is a real struggle. Again, in the survey we conducted, it was the, I think it was the third or fourth most biggest concern people had. Where are the next generation of farmers, farmers coming from? Because if you don't support young people to get into farming, you don't have farmers. And if you don't have farmers, everything in this report disappears. All it, these jobs, all this economic activity. It's a tough one, though, for young people because literally they don't want, they might not want to get their hands dirty, whereas they, they see the big wages in the technology sector, they see the glamour, they see the shares, they see this, that and the other. Whereas with food production, even though it's very much connected to the soil, connected to the country, connected to the economy, um, it's seen as, as, a, as an old industry. It's not seen as an attractive new shining light on the hill. I, I think that is that might be an outside view, but if you, if you go to any decent sized farm and any, any effective young farm at the moment, there's so much tech on farms these days. Like like the, there's tractors that drive themselves around the field. There's so much that like Joe, it's all like very highly managed. Because one of the big things that farmers are concerned about these days is their um, carbon emissions. And to get your carbon emissions under control, you have to have a very high tech operation. So you might think you might go to um, Google or Facebook and sit down and work on the computer all day. If you're working a modern, efficient farm, you're spending a lot of time at your desk running your computer as well to make sure you've got all your, your inputs and outputs correct. So it's it's not quite as dirty as some people might perceive it to be. There, 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 there still is some dirt. Yeah. <laughs> I, find, I, I forgot to ask this about the fertilizer. Have farmers begun to found, find new sources of fertilizer or have, have they continued to, to pay very high prices? I think they pay high price, but I think one of the big things that's happened to farms in the last couple of years is nitrogen has become a huge issue, whether it's like, so farmers have been, have been kind of ahead of the curve of trying to reduce their nitrogen inputs. We see farmers sowing different grass crops, putting in what are called nitrogen plants that hold nitrogen in the ground, a lot of clover and stuff like that. So the direction for farming has been to reduce fertilizer input costs before the whole Russia thing kicked off. So I think, I won't say we're in a good position, but we're in a better position than it would have been five or ten years ago. So farmers have been ahead of the curve there a little bit. Thank you very much, Lorcan. That's Lorcan Roach-Kelly, the agribusiness editor at the Farmer's Journal, a man who can type and get his hands dirty at the same time. Thanks, Lorcan. See you next time. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.